0: Oh, good, you made it, Sparky. Now hold on to your britches. A life to find a moment is on the horizon, and we got to get you ready for the ball. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes, they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, Certified Life Coach, Educator, and Counselor for Teens and Young Adults. Welcome to my show. This episode will be the end of Season 1. It was a great season with a total of 30 episodes. woo Secrets for an Awesome Life will be back in February 2021. I'll have new stories, I'm going to start having guests on the show to tell their stories, and... I'll have a whole new season of secrets to help make your life more awesome. Make sure you subscribe so you get season two, episode one delivered right to your device when it comes out and that you get anything extra I may drop in between. I wanted to end my first season with a great secret, a fun story and something to help you apply all the other secrets for an awesome life I've taught this year. So without further ado, Here is episode 30, In the Zone. Blackness. He opened his eyes. He sat in a chair in the middle of a room. Where am I? What am I? He looked down at himself, at whatever he was. He was a cloud of blue electricity and sparks that made up a human-like form. And he was wearing khakis... A tucked-in button-up shirt and tie. And was that a pocket protector? The door in front of him opened. His supervisor, who looked like a bigger, more confident version of himself, with a mustache, stepped in. Oh, good, you're here. The supervisor checked his clipboard. Okay, KR746B-2, everything looks good. Stage one of formation looks complete and you're ready for orientation. Alrighty, welcome to the brain. Let's get to work. The supervisor walked out of the room and shouted behind him. You coming, K.R.? K.R., who had just put together that that was his name, got up and followed the supervisor down the hallway. Um, uh, excuse me, what's going on? Where and uh what am I? You're a thought. This is the brain and you're going through orientation. I'm a uh, thought? Yes, you are the most important part of this whole workforce, but don't let that go to your head. I supervise this floor. You're only one among 6,000 thoughts that will be processed today, and the donut in the break room with the pink frosting and sprinkles is mine, so don't touch it. KR was trying his best to keep up as they turned a corner down another long hallway lined with doors. Oh, okay, so, so what happens next? And, and, and could you slow down a bit? Next is I try to get you fully formed and in the zone before you drop down the pipeline and become an action. And who knows when in the medulla oblongata that will be. It could be at any moment, son, so no, I can't slow down. One of the doors along the hallway opened up quickly, nearly hitting them both, stopping them in their tracks. A tiny half-formed blue thought in shabby clothes, untucked shirt, and messed up hair floated out. The supervisor checked his clipboard. WQ-839-L-7, what are you doing? Get back! But WQ wasn't even listening. He suddenly changed from blue to yellow and shouted out, LOLS! And a trap door magically opened up beneath him, and he shot down it, out of sight. The supervisor shook his head. Dag nabbit, he just sent that in a group message to something that wasn't even funny. (sighs) I hate impulsive thoughts. The supervisor stamped WQ's paperwork with a big red stamp that said, acted, and then continued on to the elevator at the end of the hallway and pushed the down button. As K.R. waited beside him, he asked, y- y- you mentioned something about getting in the zone? What? What is that? I don't have any time to explain. Squirt, any second you can do a Peter Pan right down the action pipeline. I won't. I, I-, I promise. The elevator dinged and the doors opened. The supervisor stepped inside. You coming, Fuzzy? K.R. joined him and the doors closed. The supervisor flipped over some pages on the clipboard until he got to a bar graph with one bar on it split into three sections. The bottom part was yellow and made up most of the bar. On top of the yellow was a small green section, and then at the very top above the green was a red section, about twice the size of the green. Three sections, yellow on the bottom, green, then red on top. See this chart here? This is a chart of all that you're capable of. The green is a zone of proximal development. That's where we want all thoughts to be. The yellow beneath the dividing line, that's easy stuff. There's no growth there. These are actions that keep our host comfortable. Only talking with the same people, scrolling TikTok, keeping everything the same, etc. See the red above the second line? Those are actions that are currently above our pay grade. And trying to do them right now is going to get us nowhere. Running a marathon before we can even run a mile. Changing 18 things before we even improved one, etc. The red are things beyond our capacity to do right now until we pass through the green zone, which is the zone of proximal development. The elevator dinged and the supervisor stepped out in a hurry. Let's go, Tiny. They walked across the floor of a giant open room filled with workout equipment, climbing walls, obstacle courses, and boxing rings. Hundreds of yellow thoughts were all being trained by supervisors who looked very similar to KR's supervisor. One yellow thought was running slowly on a treadmill as a supervisor yelled at him to go faster. One supervisor had a group of yellow thoughts around a whiteboard and was writing down some sort of math equation. Anxiety times fear equals panic. And one thought was running amok with a can of silly string as a supervisor tried to catch him. KR stuck close to his supervisor and they cut through the expanse. There are so many of them. "'Yep, most of the 6,000 thoughts we process every day "'are in the comfort zone, "'which is fine and dandy for a portion of them.' "'Some silly string hit the supervisor's shoulder. "'Some are way below the mark, "'but if we can't get enough of them into the zone, well... "'What? What happens?' K.R. begged. "'Here, I'll show you.' "'The supervisor cut across the floor "'to a door-labeled waiting room. "'He grabbed the doorknob, then stopped. "'Brace yourself, Sparky.' Red thoughts are dreams, goals, and aspirations, big picture items, and shot in the dark hopes. You never know what condition this room is in. He opened the door. It was similar in makeup to the room they just walked through, but a lot smaller. With some workout equipment, a few red thoughts were at lifting major weights. But the feel of the room was different. Less freedom. Almost like a jail cell. Benches lined the wall where several red thoughts sat. One was rocking back and forth, agitated. K.R. pointed him out. What's wrong with that one? He's nervous. He didn't start that way, but he's been here so long that now he's nervous that he's just not good enough, that he'll never get a shot. Discouragement sets in and either they drop below the bottom line and turn yellow or... or what? The supervisor pointed to a red thought standing solemnly facing the corner. Or this. K.R. watched as the red thought sighed out, the last bit of life that was in him and slowly dissipated into red bits of fading sparks that seemed to blow away in a breeze that wasn't there. (sighs) I hate to see that happen to the good ones. What happened? Dreams disappear sometimes when there aren't enough actions to get you there. They can come back if enough groundwork is laid for them, but we need more thoughts in the growth zone. The supervisor turned a somber eye to KR. That's where you come in, sport. A moment later, they were hurrying down a corridor, K.R. still trailing behind his supervisor. Wait, me? Wh- wh- why do I come in? What? What's special about me? You little fluffy pants, you were born to be a growth thought. You were meant to inspire an action that will bring this whole place up. What? Me? How, how can I- I-, I? I don't even know what I'm doing here. That's okay. Knowing isn't what's important. It's the believing part that matters most. What does that even mean? It means this. The supervisor stopped in front of a singular button on a pedestal and pressed it. The giant wall in front of them opened slowly, revealing a ginormous picture window that gave the most expansive view K.R. had ever seen, like they were on top of an extremely high mountain or even in a space station looking out over the earth. A large horizon lay before them, where the earth met a starry sky as the glow of an unseen sun illuminated the outline of the world. You see, K.R., our host brain is coming to a precipice. A pivotal moment in their life is on the horizon, and we'll be here before we know it. You need to believe that it's coming. Believe that you can and will take the action necessary to get there, no matter how uncomfortable. And don't let I don't know stop you from finding the strength to take the action that will inspire the creative vision to get us all there. You were born to do great things. You just need to live to do them, too. K.R. felt a tingling in his toes. He looked down and his blue feet started to turn green. The change slowly made its way up his electric body. What's happening? The supervisor smiled for the first time. Well, look at that, twinkle toes. I believe you are in the zone. K.R.'s whole body was now a vibrant green. He felt new, powerful. A trap door opened up beneath him, and he floated over it. So, KR746B-2, what are you going to do? KR grinned. I'm going to do, well, I want to do a little more than I'm comfortable with. And he dropped through the trapdoor and out of sight. In this final episode of Season 1, I wanted to talk about something that can bring everything from the whole season together. When you've listened to 30 episodes of Secrets you can do to improve your life, you might be tempted to go two ways with it. Just stick to the stuff you're already doing and not make any real change, or try to do it all at once and be overwhelmed. The zone of proximal development, as the supervisor in the story so aptly put it, is the zone where growth happens. It's right above what is easy to do, what we are currently capable of doing. And it's right beneath where it's too hard for us to do. This episode's secret for an awesome life is to spend time in the zone as much as you can. It is often said that if you're not going forward, you're moving backward. I think of it as more like you're standing still, and the graph of your potential is increasing while your level is staying the same, and the distance between where you are and where you could be is getting greater and greater but I don't believe that we always slide backwards if we're not moving forward. That notion doesn't sit well with me. Like all the work I've done goes away, which I don't believe happens. Plus, if you think that way, it's easier to be like, well, if I just slide backwards and lose everything I've gained so easily, I might as well not even try it all. Remember, having a mindset that encourages you to pursue growth is half the battle of growing. For me, The idea of the zone of proximal development is such a mindset. If I stay doing what's comfortable, I won't grow. But I also don't have to try to do so much either, because that will be ineffective. I just need to do a little more than what I'm doing. Being in the zone can be applied to all four important areas of your life. Physical, academic, spiritual, and social. In physical, how's your exercise routine? Are you just doing what you're comfortable with? Is that nothing? Is that something little? Something your body is accustomed to? Academic, are you just skirting by doing the bare minimum? I mean, you may be passing your classes, but are you learning anything? Spiritual, are you praying your usual prayers, studying the scriptures the same amount? If so, you're not growing. We have temples in my church that is like an extra special church service that can seem like it's more optional than the regular Sunday service. I once heard it asked of a church leader of mine, how often should someone go to the temple? His answer just blew my mind. He said, until it's a sacrifice. I love that because that looks different for each person. Social, far too often we stick to what is comfortable here. We may have desires to have more friends, different friends, or to do more fun things instead of working all the time. Or we have a goal to let an inner version of ourselves shine in the presence of others a little bit more. But it seems too scary or too difficult, so we stay beneath the bottom line and don't grow at all. Now, your brain may be telling you, hey, being in the yellow zone, the comfortable zone, is better than doing nothing. Yes, doing anything is better than doing nothing. But don't let your brain use that as an excuse to stay where you are. In your pursuit of growth, don't stay in the comfortable area and don't get so excited you thrust yourself beyond into a place you're not ready for. Just push yourself a little beyond where you currently are. And do that as much as you can. Take time to re-listen to some of the secrets for an awesome life from this season. Pick one and get in the zone with it. Then pick another and another. That is the key to growth. That is the key to power over your life. That is how your life truly becomes awesome. Are you a teen who is ready to take their life to the next level? That could mean overcoming the obstacles that are stopping you from getting what you want in life or learning powerful mind strategies and concepts to utterly conquer your future in college and career. If you are, then you need to check out The Firmly Founded Teen. The Firmly Founded Teen is a life coaching membership for teens where they get not one, but four certified teen life coaches there to help them. They get access to a library of video courses that cover exactly what teens are going through and live coaching workshops every month. What this membership does is help teens overcome the drama, stress, and limitations their mind is setting for them so they can experience high levels of success and happiness in life. What that means is no more underperforming, not reaching your goals, or being overwhelmed by school, friends, or life in general. Go to firmlyfounded.com slash teen for more information. These next few years are going to lay the foundation for the rest of your life. Get the tools and skills to make that foundation as firm as possible.